KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Monday, May 10th. Cannabis lounges approved in National City. More on that next, just after the headlines. Nearly 60% of San Diego County's population is fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. County public health officials reported 192 new COVID-19 cases on Sunday and no new deaths. The average positive testing rate, however, continues to drop. The latest is a rolling 14-day average of 1.3%, a record for this year. Ocean Beach Pier will reopen soon. The news came despite a report released last month that said the pier was, quote, at the end of its service life. But City Council member Jen Campbell says city engineers have since determined that repairs can be done to make it possible to reopen most of the pier. Campbell says that talks about the pier's long-term future will take place within the coming weeks. Southern California air quality regulators approved a rule on Friday that would curb diesel emissions at some 3,000 massive warehouse complexes run by Amazon and other companies. The so-called warehouse rule will require distribution centers in the region to reduce emissions from trucks. Those changes could include replacing diesel trucks and other equipment with electrical models, putting in rooftop solar panels, or installing air filters at nearby schools or daycare centers. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by Arizona Raft Adventures, a third-generation family-owned outfitter providing experiential multi-day Colorado River rafting adventures through the Grand Canyon. Hiking, exploration, education, and fun. Only a seven-hour drive from San Diego. Learn more at azraft.com. Despite local opposition, the National City Council passed a cannabis ordinance that includes the approval of cannabis lounges. To date, there are no other cities in the county who have allowed lounges where customers can smoke and ingest marijuana on site. KPBS's Alexandra Von Hell has more. Thank you, motion carries. Despite opposition from the community and the planning commission, the council passed an ordinance to allow three commercial cannabis shops and three lounges in the industrial zones and tourist areas west of Interstate 5. The ordinance passed in a 4-to-1 vote with Councilman Ron Morrison opposing the city venturing into marijuana lounges. We went from taking it slowly to now let's, let's get out front of everybody and into unexperienced areas. Being at the forefront is something Mayor Alejandra Sotelo Solis is proud of. She says having the policy will help the city have control of the marijuana industry. Being and dictating what we want to see uh, in our community. As community members express their concerns and the risk this decision can pose to the youth, Sotelo says those granted a license will have to comply with a community development agreement are also vested in our community, that they're not just absentee landlord or business people. In regards to the cash cannabis is expected to bring to the city, Solis says profit wasn't the primary goal of the ordinance, but says it could be in the millions 
when compared to neighboring cities who have raked in money from cannabis. We're moving in a, in a forward direction, and if we have to take a step back, we will. The application process for a commercial cannabis business license in National City is expected to open up in the next 30 days. And that was KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell. Californians are slowly coming out of quarantine, but while many people can't wait to get back to normal, some are nervous, as CAP Radio's Sammy Kaola reports. After more than a year of mostly keeping to ourselves, the idea of being in a public place with strangers might cause panic. Therapists are calling it re-entry anxiety. Essentially what we're collectively experiencing is the same feeling that we have for like the first day of school at a new place. That was UC Merced psychologist Jennifer Howell. About half of Americans say they're worried about in-person social interactions. That's according to a recent survey from the American Psychological Association. Placer County resident Rhiannon Brenson says she's unsure about socializing even after she's vaccinated. I could handle it on my own, but now that I'm going back out there, it's like, okay, adjustment, big world adjustment. It's probably time to get therapy. (laughs) Howell says it's normal to be a little afraid of the post-pandemic world. There's a whole new set of scripts for behavior. Do I wear a mask? And so actually you're going into what is essentially a totally new social situation, one about which you're pretty uncertain. You can start slow, like going on a hike with friends or visiting a quiet public place like a library. And you might need to ease into in-person work, too. Howell suggests working in person for just a day or two a week. And that was CAP Radio's Sammy Kaola. California's independent system operator, which oversees the state's electrical grid, says there's cause for optimism that we can get through the summer without rolling blackouts. But as Cap Radio's Mike Haggerty tells us, that's going to depend on the cooperation of the state's residents. Rising afternoon and evening temperatures in the summer result in an increased demand for electricity. Last year, there were times California's supply couldn't meet that demand, and people in counties throughout the state found themselves spending hours in the dark without air conditioners or even fans. Elliot Mainzer is ISO's CEO. He says lessons have been learned and steps taken to try to avoid a repeat. We're going to have between 3,000 and 3,500 megawatts of additional generation capacity on the system. And about 2,000 megawatts of that is going to be battery storage, which is going to be able to re-inject power into the grid after sunset, which is the time of the, of the day that we got into trouble last year. But that extra capacity still won't be enough, judging by last year's shortage. So Mainzer says the real fail-safe will be Californians themselves and how well they cooperate with flex alerts, calls to conserve electricity at critical times of hot days. Those things can make a real difference. And so we're going to try to provide good advanced warning, great information, and hopefully they'll you know, be great partners for us as we work through this really important environmental transition. The ISO issued five flex alerts last summer, all in the same week of August. And that was CAP Radio's Mike Haggerty. Coming up, the physics behind the mesmerizing flight of pelicans riding the waves. And this wave is beginning to break, so it's getting steeper and steeper. And once it breaks, you see all the birds gain elevation 
and then they're able to soar back down to the next wave. San Diego researchers explain the numbers and how it relates to climate change. That's all next, just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. UC San Diego researchers have spelled out the math that explains how pelicans can fly for miles along the coast while barely flapping their wings. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson says the information can help us with understanding the warming climate. The top of the bluff just south of the Torrey Pines Golf Course is a special place for those looking to take a leap off a cliff to fly. Inland, it heats up, and all that cool ocean breeze goes east. Vito Michelangelo is the flight director at the Torrey Pines Glider Port. And that's what creates the magic here for us soaring uh, as paragliding pilots and even the birds. Sometimes we'll sit around and wait for the birds to come out and fly to see exactly how good it is. The grassy field here is a launching pad for hang gliders and model planes, anything that can ride a stiff ocean breeze that's climbing the cliff face. And it's classic. Everybody's seen a bird just kind of circling up in a lift, and that's typically what we do when we're flying, just emulating a bird. And while the paragliders take their cues from birds climbing high above the cliffs, pelicans are using some of the same techniques to gracefully glide along the breaking waves. Pelicans caught the eye of UC San Diego doctoral student Ian Stokes when he used to surf near Santa Barbara. He points to a video of the birds gliding along a breaking wave. So here the wave breaks and they send it up to higher elevation and then they're able to soar back down to the next crest. And there they go. Now they're coming off the wave and they're tracking in. Right, so they're all banking back up, getting off the back and then they're swooping into the next wave and then you see them take off again and they start their ride once again. So they can just really repeat this process. Pelicans take advantage of the same forces at play along the glider port cliff. There, surface wind hits the cliffs and goes up. That creates ideal conditions for paragliders. On the ocean, waves act like the cliff and they move air up as they roll toward the shore. Here comes another showing wave, wave breaks and then they come up and out the back. The pelican's flight highlights a delicate interplay between the ocean and the atmosphere. That exchange of energy between the ocean and the atmosphere is a very prominent driving force in the way that our climate responds to different environmental signals. Scripps Oceanography has a long history of research around the idea of ocean waves and the atmosphere interacting. UC San Diego engineer Drew Lucas worked with Stokes to refine an algorithm 
that explains the physics of how that system works. It is indeed an equation. What Ian has put together is an equation that relates the form of the ocean wave, its speed, its size, and its length, which we call its period or, or, or uh, wavelength, to the amount of wind that is created in the atmosphere. Lucas says the birds tap into this interplay. They harness the energy created when the waves rise and then crest near the shore. He says the ocean and atmosphere are coupled systems that researchers have been studying for years. We're engaged in the business of trying to predict the future of the Earth's climate and the ocean and atmosphere system. And those are problems related to how the ocean and atmosphere are communicating information, energy, um, and, and properties. Lucas says understanding even small mechanisms like the interplay between wind and water helps scientists understand more about the planet. It could also provide input into what might be happening as the oceans and the climate change. And that was KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson. And that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio or check out the Midday Edition podcast. You can also watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.